Wait, what's your, oh my what's your best bark, Cheryl? Mine? Give us your um, best bark. You want the dog? The dog. <clears throat> D-A-W-G. You just <clears throat> okay, won the hard see. hat for okay, player of okay. the game for the Washington <clears throat> State. Give us your bark. Oh. Oh. Jeez. That made me jump back in my chair. This is Queens of the Court. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast produced in partnership with the WNBA. And on this special day, I just want to say happy Juneteenth to all the listeners out there. And I am your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. Yes, yes, yes. Happy Juneteenth. And court Court is in in session. Well, we got a lot to get to today, but first on the agenda, today we are joined by, this is also our first guest on the Queens of the Court podcast, so a little celebration for that, a little commotion for the guests. So we are joined- All of that stuff. We're joined by the one and only Lauren Dreer, aka Big Low. You have to know the at. It's what is it? Four G's in there? Four. Four. Big Low. Do you the want biggest. us to call you Big Low or Low? Because I think Big Low is a flex. Honestly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, then go to Big Low. I like it. I like it. But but wait. First of all, if it's four G's, it can't just be Big Low. It's got to be like Big Low. There you go. Yeah. Period. Just okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Like, there's a meaning behind four Gs. You can't. Yes. There yes. is. Okay. There is. Okay. Perfect. So you are a school teacher by day and a women's basketball influencer by night, and you are a part yes. of the committee. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, maybe I don't know. They've been living under a rock on WNBA Twitter. I'm not sure. But tell us more about how the committee got started and how you got involved in it. Oh, man, it just kind of was like um, tired of seeing the same type of things. We just kind of wanted to diversify the coverage, diversify the voices in the coverage. So we just said, all right, well, let's just do our own thing. Let's come up, you know, and and just do it. And that's that's really it. I mean, that's what we did. That was the goal, diversify, diversity, and we did it just like that, straight like that. I mean, the the Twitter spaces are spicy the the playbacks are incredible it's just pure entertainment honestly (laughs) yeah like jordan when you said i don't know if you follow wnba women's basketball and you don't know about the committee like like where have you really been get hit you know (laughs) there there's some things it's like it's like lay's potato chips you know how people say you can't eat just one so if you tune into one episode, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. I, you got to come back for more and more and more and more. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good. Thank you. We try. You that know. is so spot on. And I feel mm-hmm. like it is really about the community of women's basketball and mm-hmm. how important it is, not only on WNBA Twitter, but sometimes even taking it out of Twitter Anytime that we come together for a spaces, it's like a family meeting. It's yes. like a, a community gathering. So if you could just talk a little bit about how and why that's so important in the women's basketball space. I just feel like because ultimately in the women's basketball space, space, we're all still fighting for something like fighting to be respected. You know what I mean? And 
even though we got our teams, we got this team, we got this team, at the end of the day, we all wanted to push the women's game forward. So I feel like it's kind of like, you know, you got your cousins that you argue with. Like, I could argue with you, but we don't take it too far. You don't say nothing to him or her because I said so. That's kind of how it is. (laughs) We do argue, but in the end, it's like we all have a common goal, and that's just to talk about women's hoops and get these athletes and get their names out there. So it's, it's dope. It's really fun. And it's not, I'm going to say this, it's not for everybody, but mm. you know, <laughs> we love it's it. for, it's for those who need it. Yes. That's that who part. It's for. Period. <laughs> so listen, like I know we're keeping it light, but I want to, I, I want to go a little deeper. Just, okay, a, just a little up? bit, just a little bit. Okay. First of all, it's Juneteenth, right? Happy mm-hmm. Juneteenth, everybody. Yes. We're celebrating Juneteenth. So excited to have you. So low or big low. <laughs> Um, you said in the space that, that we're all fighting to be respected. Do you feel as a black woman in, in that space that you're fighting a little bit harder to be respected more or to be respected period? Because Mm -hmm. I've seen the change from the time I played to now where there Mm -hmm. are actually more people, more women, especially who who look like me in this space compared to when I played? They didn't exist. Mm-hmm. They did, but they didn't. <laughs> right, right. Um, I would I would definitely say it's a, you you gotta fight a little more. Um, is I feel like it's easy for them to categorize black women where you you just hear you're in this you know quote unquote influencer role. You might know exactly what you're talking about when it comes to basketball. You know they they try to put you in a little box, but you have to keep pushing and say no. I can be a multitude of these things. I'm that girl. I could do this. I could do that. I could do that. So it is, it is a little, you know, you got to push a little harder because people will try to discredit you along the way. And I'm just like, I don't know what for, but go off. You just got to keep pushing. So I do feel like you got to fight a little harder. Why do you think that is? I know you're saying you don't know, like, and and it's not new. Do you know, you know what I mean? Like this is something we've constantly talked about. We've constantly Mm -hmm. fought about and, like I could sit here right now and name some women who look like me, who look like you, who look like Jordan, who I don't feel get the respect they deserve. So Agreed. like, what, what do you think? Like, what do you think it's going to take? Hmm. We, I, can I say that? Can I say a bad word? Yep. Yeah. Bust the door, bust the damn door down. Keep pushing. Girl, that is not a bad word. But, go ahead. <laughs> okay, but you know, I want to do, I want to no, do too much. You're right. You're right. But kick the damn door down and keep pushing until I'm going to keep coming and you're going to get tired of seeing me until you don't got no choice but to respect me because I'm going to be everywhere. You're going to have a bad day. Every morning you wake up if you got it, if you hate no big, big, low, period. Mm -hmm. I love that. It it takes that. It it takes the tenacity to take up space because I think for so many um black women who are trying to enter the media space especially sports first of Mm -hmm. all just being a woman in the sports world is already one knock and then on top of that the double jeopardy of being a black woman to come into these spaces it takes that force to say move out the way we're coming through and we have something to say i think that's what the committee is, has so much power is because there's power in our voices and there's yeah. power when we gather together and and put a fork in the ground and say, we have something important to say and you are going to listen to us. And I love Agreed. that you guys 
people come in droves to listen to what you guys have to say. Like the numbers don't lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's It's good. Yeah. And it's so so good for the community. So we only, you know, we didn't have you come on only to give you your flowers (laughs) because that's the number one thing. But we also have this new segment that we introduced a couple weeks ago where we are giving flowers to other players in the league. And it's one of our favorite segments. And I was told that you would refuse to come on this podcast if we did not talk about Aaliyah Boston. <laughs> and so first, I think that's the, talk perfect, about first. <laughs> that's the perfect place to start. Um, you have the stage, Big Low. What are you loving about AB right now and this favorite team? Man, like, oh. it's like we knew she was going to come in and she was going to do her thing. But this is like... Uh, are you kidding me? Like her footwork, um, her her just her impact, how she just takes up so much attention, her making these moves on these grown women. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm like, yo, you know, you might have to worry about physicality and Aaliyah like, she, oh, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Excuse and like, me. in my opinion, she has single-handedly like changed the trajectory for this team. Because like I said, not only does she score, does she defend her impact. Everybody else gets their spots a tad bit easier. Everybody mm-hmm. else can rebound the ball a tad bit easier. So she, she, man, that girl, period. Like, wow. She's the I, real I deal. Yes. Yeah, the real yeah. deal. No and swoops, we've been talking about it. We, fr- from draft day, we whoever knew that sh- she whoever was. Whoever swoops is. Swoops. Yeah. That was Cheryl and swoops together. <laughs> I got you. Swoops. I was there. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Go ahead. Cheryl. (laughs) We've been talking from draft day how Mm -hmm. Aaliyah was going to make an impact immediately. Like she's that type Mm -hmm. of player. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we we saw into the future. It's it's happening. Listen, there's. So, Lo, I know you said against these grown women. Well, she is a grown woman. She is. A different kind of grown woman, but she's a grown woman. Yeah. So I know a lot of people were like, even even Don, Coach Staley was like ready for Leah to go to the next level so she can see some single coverage instead of triple teams. Well, she sent some of that. She sent yes. double team, triple teams, even on this level. Yeah. So what that tells you is Aaliyah Boston is the real deal. Besides her talent and her ability to get to her space and do what she wants to do. Yes, she's a grown woman, but she's a rookie and she's young. I love her poise. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't really matter if it's double, double team or triple team or the team's down. Just her poise to be able to continue to play through whatever Yes, like, like that's very rare that you find that, find that in a rookie. And honestly, in particular, like a post player, mm-hmm. so, you know, a, a, a guard, a point guard. Yeah, you expect that. So I'm going to give somebody else flowers while we're in this segment. And that's her coach, Don Staley. Y'all mm-hmm. know, y'all know I, I ride for Don, right? I ride for Don. But let, let me tell you why I say that. Don has prepared not only Aaliyah, Don prepares her players for the next level. Like without team. question. And you know why she can do that? Because she played at that level. She's mm-hmm. coached on the Olympic team. Like she's been around the best, played with the best. 
So to be able to coach her players up and to get them prepared for that level, like she's not only talking about it, she's done it. She's been there, Mm -hmm. done that. So flowers, shout out. Y'all know, y'all know I love me some Dawn State. I know. I was like, honestly, couldn't go one podcast without (laughs) giving flowers to Dawn State. But Lo, you grew up in in South Carolina or you or you live Columbia specifically. I went to Dreer High School, just like my last name. It may, takes me eight minutes to get to campus. So I've wow. grown, I'm going to basketball games, football games, but grew up Gamecock through and through. Oh, yeah. wow. So wow. I remember Don getting hired and the shockwaves that's in around Columbia, South Carolina, insane. Insane. Like everybody Ouch. knew like, oh, yeah. It's time. Yeah, that's that's a cool feeling to be a part of. But even, I mean, Mm -hmm. so you were kind of there for Aaliyah Boston coming in as a a freshman and Mm -hmm. being touted as kind of, you know, one of the next big things. So seeing her throughout college and seeing her in her rookie year, what's kind of the growth that you've seen in her? It's like you think every year you think, dang, she the truth. And every year she asks something different. It's mm-hmm. just like, girl, <laughs> it's every year. What else? Just, yeah, like, what else? Like, what are you, what are, what are we going to be doing next? You going behind the back between the legs, Hezzy? Like, no, 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 Stay in your lane. <laughs> do it great. That's what she's okay. doing. She just, yeah. every year, it, it, you just kind of like, girl, how are we even we just leveling up every year. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, this is it. And she just levels up. She adds something, whether it's, you know, a little more efficient, maybe some new moves, maybe it's just like, dang, this year is even easier for her to get to the basket. Like it's just every year is something. And yeah, it's crazy. Like every, it's like, she just almost like, is this real? I know. <laughs> you know? Well, and, and Cheryl, I think the biggest thing, and you mentioned it too low of the impact on the team, like mm-hmm. the fever, this was their first number one draft pick and I don't know how long. And they they needed somebody to impact this team. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> looked at some of these stats just from a team standpoint. They're in multiple top five categories in the league. Like, don't let their record. Right. 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 It doesn't show you. They're number three in field goal percentage, number five in points per game, and number four in rebounds. I wonder who's helping that. You know what I mean? Like, she's, right. no doubt. she's helping this team. And to be able to see this fever team, even in a loss, they just look so much better than yes. years prior. Right? I know. I know, like, the girlies probably was like, when the fever come in town, like, you know, we ain't we going to say we ain't going to hoop, but, you know, but I, now they're probably on their toes. Like, oh, no, nah, mm-hmm. we got to go out here and play you better. basketball. You better. You better. Are you going to get caught slipping? <laughs> you better bring it. <laughs> you better. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, well, like I said, she people, changed gender. A lot of people were talking about how Aaliyah and Melissa – we're going to play together. Melissa's mm-hmm. been great. Mm-hmm. And 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 there were, because I heard it, especially during AU, I heard people saying there's no way they can play together. And I got to tell you, I don't even want to look at the record, but I love Aaliyah Boston and Alyssa Smith on the floor together. I, I do. I, I, and, and they're both young. I know we're talking about Aaliyah, but Melissa's young too. Very, yes. It's a scary thing to think about. <laughs> where this young team will be in the next year or two. Because mm-hmm. I don't I think it's going to take as long as people think for them exactly. to, to, to get to get there. I agree. I agree. I 100% agree with that. But yeah, like, and Alyssa is, 
I, even like her ability now, like I said, because, you know, Aaliyah does take some of it off of her. She mm-hmm. moving good. Mm-hmm. She'll get to the, you know, she gets to the basket. She, she, just look, she looks, it just looks good. They look. and, and can we talk about her defense? Yes, please. Do not I'm come not in the paint. Surprised. <laughs> do not, surprised. Do not come in the paint. Don't try yeah. her. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, she's one of those players. And, and I'm not saying their game is similar, but on the defensive end, I remember playing with Lisa Leslie, like in the Olympics. And Aaliyah allows you as a guard to get out and pressure your man and get in passing lanes. Like she allows you to defend, to be aggressive. And if mm-hmm. you get beat, you know what I used to do if I got beat? I would just turn and I'll be like, oh, Lisa's back there. Right? So now yes. if I'm Aaliyah's teammate, I'm like, oh, Leah got- AB is back there. Yes. yes. Love it. I'm good. Do not come into pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The fear. She's eliciting feeling, fear as a, as a rookie. So, I mean... I think that's the part too. Uh, we're going to talk about all-star voting in a, a later, but she's already, you know, top voting in all-star. She's bringing more fans to mm-hmm. Indiana for mm-hmm. the games. Like people are lined up to get her autographs. It's, it's giving superstar. I'm, I'm just yes. gonna, I'm just gonna it's say giving that. The media dropped the ball when they tried to say my girl went marketable. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Are you going there? Are we going there? <laughs> not too much. Not too much. Not too much. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Okay. You have to come back when we have that topic. Okay. Because I'm ready. I'm so there with you. That's a whole, that's a whole, whole nother boat to, to get on. Um, yeah. But I, I think Aaliyah Boston is really. The future of not only the fever, I think they are, again, their record does not indicate how much they've grown, even just from last year. Um, I think they're exciting to watch because even as a fan, you were like, mm-hmm. oh, the fever, mm-hmm. the fever. On. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, man. But now <laughs> no. I, I can't wait to see what Aaliyah Boston does next. She's breaking records as a rookie. She's doing all these things. So flowers. To you, yes. Leah Boston, all of them, you deserve them all and yes. more. Okay, so some other players, I feel like a yes. game in particular that we got to give some flowers to is Arike Agumbawale and mm. Jewel Lloyd, who basically just had an old-fashioned shootout, shootout. Um, on Saturday. A clinic. There were three of the league's top five scores on display because we got to throw in Satu Sabli. We had Ooh, yeah. we talked about Satu a few weeks ago. We gave her all the flowers. She's playing incredible. But Seattle ended up getting the victory 109 over one and 103 over Dallas. Cheryl, you had a front row seat yes, to this game because you were in the broadcasting booth. I mean, what were you feeling? Because Arike and Jewel just went off. Yes. <laughs> you can't see y'all can't see my face but this, is how, this is how I felt and I told you this earlier Jordan I found myself at times like watching the game not commentating I was like what no huh wait a minute that's listen it was so great to watch in person I know it was good on TV but in person y'all mm-hmm. it was a whole nother level and I said I don't care about Seattle's record you couldn't have picked a better game to put on television yes. on CBS mm-hmm. that particular day. The two, mm-hmm. It was a great game, but the two of them and 
the fact that they're both Notre Dame alums, but they were going at each other. So Jewel finishes with 39. Arike finishes with 41. Jewel misses that one free throw, right? So she would have mm-hmm. had 40. You know, I said that to her. I was like, what are you doing? You could have 40. <laughs> you could have 40. Come on now. But y'all, too, too easily, easily, two of the best guards in our game today. Point blank, period. Period. And Jewel, period. Listen, Jewel finished with 39, y'all, and didn't score a point in the third quarter. Let's not forget that. Wow. Because wow. our game she was gonna she was gonna turn her defense up. On the third she quarter, did. yeah, she was like, "You ain't outscoring me today." She, uh, there's Jewel did not. Jewel was scoreless oh in the third quarter. That's a scary that. thought. Yes. Wow. Okay, so we have some sound to toss to because, like you said, Arike finished with 41. She shot 50 percent from three point land. Let me just throw that out there. Jewel finished with the season high 39. She shot 58 percent from the three-point line and she she knew that she could have got 40 let's take a listen <laughs> oh that one no if i make two more free throws i'll be happy she could have had a 40 piece i keep missing free throws and it's just it's bad I, I, uh, i'm frustrated she's, it's bad but she was 80 percent. like let's, let's be real it was really good she knew she, knew she was so close mercedes russell there hyping her up <laughs> she's like, nah, Hy- hyping her it. up or rubbing it in right <laughs> I don't know. Like sometimes, sometimes not saying anything is saying a lot. Cause <laughs> I mean, eighty like, percent. But still, I I think it talks to just the player that Jewel is. She has a yeah. season high thirty nine. She had thirty seven at the top of this month, and she's still mad that she didn't make two free throws. Free throws. You know, like that's that just kind of talks to the type of mentality that she has, right, Lo? Yes, that's. She really sitting there thinking about no free throws. That's crazy. <laughs> she was, and rubbing her head like, man. She's like, dang. I just dropped that many points, sh- but two free throws. Right? And mm. those sh- the shots that they were making, both she and Arike, like, they weren't easy. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, there were a couple, yes. but, like, it was over defense or, or Jewel creating, getting to the rim. Arike shooting a fadeaway, falling out. Out of bounds, three, nothing but net, and then looking at everybody like, that's what I do. Like, making really it look thought I was going to miss. <laughs> yeah. It's the making yeah. it look easy and yeah. effort. Beautiful basketball. When you know that that takes a lot of effort and skill and practice to do, like those Arike <laughs> setbacks. I mean, maybe she was born with them, but I know that's a lot of time and effort to yeah. put into it. And it's unguardable. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. You, like what are you gonna do, do with it? Nothing. Watch. What can I do? Nothing you can do with it. Beautiful. Like well, um, Seattle Storm head coach Noelle Quinn, she was asked about you know what what this kind of looks like to to sit back and watch it, kind of like what you were saying, Cheryl. This is what she had to say. The next, you know, after the game, I think is when I appreciate it most. But during the game, when they're going back and forth. Um, it's you know every case taking some tough shots. Jewel's going going in and hitting some tough shots, and it is it's great for our game. I felt like an all star game a little bit, <laughs> just um, how how those shots were going up and how they're making it. But I think the appreciation comes, you know, after you after I'm watching film and studying a little bit more. All star game vibes, very yeah. very much so. <laughs> I love what she said there. What do you guys think? For real. 
that yeah I was watching like mouth <laughs> agape because <laughs> what like I just couldn't even believe it and like like um you mentioned earlier like shout out to Rike's defense like she decided like I'm gonna defend you and that's what I'm gonna mm-hmm. do and she did that Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes she does catch a little flack for her defense. So that, her making that decision, I'm going to lock you up. Kudos to her. I love that for her. So here's what's good about that. Yes, she did. She decided, I'm going to defend you in the third quarter. And she did. Yeah. Seattle still came out with the win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I'm but if I'm Coach T, mm-hmm. Coach Trammell, mm-hmm. I have a conversation with Arike mm-hmm. and say... I expect nothing less from you defensively moving forward. Mm. You showed me. Now you can right. do it every time. Don't show me. Gotcha. Don't show me you can do it. <laughs> right. I'm going to expect that every single game. Bingo. Agreed. Because you Cause can do I, it. it. I think that's one of the things that Dallas definitely needs defense consistently. Yes. And she just showed it. So now you got to do what you got to do, girl. Yep. Sorry. And, <laughs> and you did it against one of the best guards in the game. Mm-hmm. Period. Not... Not, Not just an average card, right? Yeah, I was gonna Agreed. put a name there, but I didn't. Good. No. <laughs> I'm just watching. I really wasn't. I was not gonna put a name there. There was nobody I had in mind. But okay, one saying. one question that I had, and I tweeted this about Arike. Um, a couple people came at me, and maybe you guys will too. But I said before, like she's your favorite. Hooper's favorite Hooper like that's kind of who Arike is but I feel like it's something different this year some in her eye she's going for the MVP and I feel like again if Dallas gets some more wins then it's kind of hers to lose but does it feel like an Arike MVP season Mm. no cool 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 Awesome. No, I'll tell you. Like it though. (laughs) No, what I see is what she does. Mm, Like it's what she did last year. Not not saying she's not MVP caliber, but right. Not right right now. Yeah, yeah. Not Mm -mm. which is I think this is just like Coach Quinn said. This is great for our game that she's putting up 40 points, 30 points every night. And we're like, nah, she's not the best one. Like there's people better than her. There are people that are on different teams. I think that's wonderful. That's a wonderful even to have this argument. That's great. to have, Right. Y'all looking at me like I got no, 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 a great argument and no (laughs) doubt about it because people look at sports and and basketball in particular and they're looking at numbers right like Mm -hmm. oh gosh she went from 40 oh she had a 50 piece like that's what they're looking at so of course it's good for the game but for me when I look at possible MVPs I'm not just looking at the scoring that they're doing like those numbers it's 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 a lot more for me agreed it is agreed and yeah, Dallas just got to They got to get some more wins. I think that's that's flat out it. For but sure. Moving on to our last person to give our flowers. First of all, Jewel Arike, all the flowers yes. to you yes. because what a performance! Really, theater that you guys put on yes. for all of us to see on national television. 
Can I throw one person in here before you go to the last? Because I know you said yeah. This is just and this is this is an old school because I feel like when we're giving flowers right now, we're forgetting about some of the old schoolers. Okay. Okay. Neka Aguma K. Yes. It's holding it down for LA and for the OGs. Neka is wait, 19, 20 points a game, 10 boards a game right now. She open. Get my girl. Yeah, she she really is. She is. So she NECA, is. I know we're doing this one kind of quick, but I'm giving you flowers because girl, you are doing the damn thing right now. You're doing it. Yes. I'm okay. Doing it. A little flower, a little mini bouquet for yeah. NECA. <laughs> a corsage. <laughs> a corsage. <laughs> <laughs> my sparks. It's looking. It's looking rough in the wind well, like column, but NECA. Yeah. NECA's still spot. holding it down. She but, yes, is. A she little, is. Little bouquet, little corsage for you. Um, <laughs> the next one is, I think, Dewana Butter is an OG. She's an OG. She's an OG, and she's not a NECA OG, but she is an OG. Okay, she's yeah. an OG, and I, I, I feel like this is this is a couple. We didn't get to do the flower segment last week when she just went off, mm-hmm. but we got to talk about Dewana Bonner and Connecticut still making noise. They're sitting at number two in the standings. But that game where she had a career-high franchise record, 41, and handed the Aces their only loss so far, mm-hmm. Duana Bonner has been – she's been doing it. She Lo, has. what do you like about her game Duana? so far? She has, like, this uncanny, like, knack to know, like, oh, it's me time. They need me. Yes. And she just, mm. yes. <laughs> and yes. she just like she knows. Yes. It's like she knows, like, oh, it's my time. I'm gonna go off. And she had like she did good last year, but this season it just kind of feel like uh what's the movie with Angela Bass? Like I still like got her groove back. Like she is Yeah. <laughs> I like, like that. She it's like she she like she's like, I'm her. I'm gonna do this every game. So mm-hmm. it's she just come with a whole new energy. Like, I'm that girl and she really getting it done for them, like for sure. I love that. Love that, mm-hmm. and and yeah, I and it. I think a little bit of, a little bit of that is 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 personal, because listen, as a as a player, you mm-hmm. hear all the noise, you hear what people are saying, what people are thinking, and with Connecticut, it was all about Jazz left, Coach mm-hmm. left, JJ left. Oh my goodness, Sun's not going to be very good, and no one was really talking about DB AT. Right. So I think Dewana and AT also, I think mm-hmm. Dewana was like, oh, okay. I'm going to let y'all have that. I'm going to let y'all say that. Yeah. But yeah, I still got it. And so yeah. to your point, Lo, oh yeah. She is like, oh, it's, it's, it's go time. It's me time. Let me, let me remind y'all. Yeah. Yes. She's getting it done for the summer. We, sure. we saw that in the finals last year too, where she just, mm-hmm. she flipped that switch and she just put her team. I feel like she went to the huddle, was like, "Hop on my back, I got us <laughs> for at least a you know a couple quarters." And she just does that. She kind of carries mm-hmm. the load for Connecticut, and it's like scoring in volume. Like she will just go back to back to back to back yes. and yes. and get a bucket. But my favorite thing, um, because you said personal, this is where I thought you were going with Cheryl, oh. was uh, Dejanay Carrington tweeted after she dropped. 41 she I know said, 41 <laughs> points at 35 
on 16 of 23. Oh my god. Hang it up. Oh. These are all these question marks. <laughs> Hang yep. it up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, right. I took that personally. That's what they want to see. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, you were talking to me. Couldn't oh. be. Couldn't have been. Couldn't be me. And and you're right. And Dijonay being the petty Dijonay she yeah. is. I love it. Dijonay, you know I love you. I love she it. She was like, oh, I got your back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you don't got to say me... that I got you. Right? That's the kind of teammate she is. But, oh, yeah, you're right. She did take that personal. No she doubt did. about it. Yes. And I'm, I think the league is better for it. Like I want her to go for the whole season, just having that, maybe just that tweet or just the video of Alexis Morris saying it with the captions on, maybe it's in her locker or something. Something Uh, beside by side, what Alexis said. And then what Dijonay posted (laughs) with, with, with DB in the middle with her stats. (laughs) I don't know. Something. Yeah. I agree. We need it. It's good. That's good for the game too. It is. It is. is. I agree. We need a little bit of spice. Right? The committee gives us spice. Yeah, the committee always brings us spice. So we just need we just need more of it. Man. But um one last thought on on Connecticut. Do you think they have what it takes to go all the way? Low. They're sitting at number two right now. They beat the aces once. But do you think the trajectory is going to keep going up? Like I talked to Cheryl, you know, a couple weeks ago, we've we've seen this story before where the regular season is always good and then something happens. I think they can, but I think it's some stuff they're going to have to kind of figure out. You know what I mean? Like um, sometimes the rotations can get a little wonky. You know, they, I think they need like a consistent person, like in the mid range. Kind of, mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. little stuff that I feel mm-hmm. like if they if they get it, because we got time. If they get it, yes. But if it keeps, like in my in my opinion, like losses to the dream can't you can't you know yeah. like you got it. Right. And I that's my team. You can't but, you can't beat the aces and then lose yeah, to the dream. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, so yeah. it's just kind of like yeah. Either they're right. gonna keep going, or they're gonna flatline. That's yeah. it's either gonna be one of the two. Yeah. In my plateau, or I just lose yeah. to the aces and then turn around and beat them by seventeen, like in the same week. Like the yeah. inconsistency yeah. is yes. what's really been a, a theme over <laughs> Connecticut for the past couple seasons. Right. Lo, and- I agree with you. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I think I think there's a, a missing piece. Something mm-hmm. right. And like I think Ty Harris is is a great point guard for them. I think Tiffany Hayes is good for them. There's they're missing something. a piece. Something, right? Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. You got you got something AT, though. you got DB. There's there's something missing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And if they mm-hmm. get that something or figure out that something, then they do I think they could. But I if do. not, then I'm kind of like mm, yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay, we'll keep a we'll keep an eye on that. Um, Dewana Bonner, your flowers, ma'am. Yes, DB, you deserve them all. 
round of applause for you all of your flowers and big low flowers to you thank you for coming on (laughs) no problem and talking about flowers and we want to give you your flowers keep doing what you're doing in this women's basketball space it is needed it is necessary Mm -hmm. and we are so happy to have your voice a part of this community so thank you for for stopping by thank y'all for having me i really appreciate it for real for real i really appreciate it now, and as a former p- player in the W, I just want to say I wish there was a big low around when I played because I love your energy, your attitude, your realness, love everything about it. So mm-hmm. keep doing what you do. We appreciate Thank you, you so much. Thank you. And make You're sure welcome. to follow her. That's four G's. Big four G's low. There we go. All right. Thank you all. All right. Thank you, Lo. And when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to do our news roundup. Stick around. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, Before we get a little update on the charter flight, so we were talking about last week, it is officially all-star voting which I always forget how quickly it sneaks up on us I feel like the season starts and it's like you gotta have an all-star caliber (laughs) first few games like it's it comes up so quick but the WNBA all-star game is in Las Vegas I'm so excited on July 15th and here's how the voting works because I think there's a lot of confusion around this sometimes fans contribute 50% of the vote Current players contribute 25% of the vote and media contributes 25%. Four guards, six front court players will be named as starters. The league's head coaches then select the 12 reserves. Fan fan voting opened earlier in the month. Top 10, Asia Wilson, number one. Are we surprised? No, No. not at all. Not at all. She's absolutely killing it. Brianna Stewart, Brittany Griner, Aaliyah Boston, okay, rookie, Jackie <laughs> Young, Joel Lloyd, Satu Sabli, EDD, Neka Agumbake, and Arike Agumbawale. Any of those surprise you or are, is there anyone missing? I feel like everyone is deserving. Jackie Young is a little surprising, but she's killing it though. So when you look at the breakdown, right, where it's, uh, fans contribute 50% of the vote. I don't think people really realize how big of an impact that is. So when I look at Aaliyah Boston, Aaliyah mm-hmm. Boston is killing it. Players absolutely voting for her. So people may look at her and say, but she doesn't interact on social media very much. She doesn't. Yeah. yeah. But Gamecock fans are holding it down (laughs) for Aaliyah Boston, right? So she absolutely deserves it. Here's why I'm saying that. So a player that I feel is should be in the top 10 and is not, I think AT, I think Alyssa Thomas should absolutely Mm -hmm. be in the top 10. Based off of her play, what she's done so far, yes, she deserves it. But to my knowledge, AT's not on social media. I know, not a lot. Yeah. interact with fans at all and fans contribute 50% of the vote so that's where I'm like that's why she's not in the top 10 maybe I I don't know so 
there were just some other ones I had on here. I was like, hmm, there's no Nafisa Collier. Yes, that's interesting. Because UConn fans ride hard just like yeah. Incock fans. Mm-hmm. And and Nafisa is balling right now. Yes, she absolutely is. So when I think I have a theory, it's <laughs> blown up. The not in the top. Yeah, but everyone that's in the top 10, though, absolutely should be there, deserve it. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple that I'm like, hmm, Courtney Vandersloot, surprised she's not. I'm a yes. big Sloot fan. I'm surprised she's not, you know, we could sit here and have this conversation all day, but the biggest one to me, um, AT and the yeah. Collier, I'm, I'm surprised they're not in the top 10. Yeah. They should be. Alyssa Thomas. Okay. Maryland fans. Uh, you got a couple Get games. on it. <laughs> Get on um, it. Make sure to go to WNBA.com to make your selections. The deadline is Wednesday, June 21st at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So get those votes in. There's been some double vote days over the course of the past week. So if you got a favorite, make sure to get your votes in so you can see them at All Star. Okay. Next order of news. We have a charter flight update. We talked a lot uh, last week about WNBA and charter flights. ESPN reported that Griner now has the availability to fly charter for the Mercury's remaining road games. A source told ESPN that the option wasn't available at the beginning of the 2023 season, but the league claims it had given the Mercury the freedom to fly private all year long. That goes into the confusion of this whole situation. Um, there's also been news about some teams using a public chartering surface called JSX, including prior to the incident involving Griner. ESPN reported that while the league is allowing teams to use the service, they are only supposed to fly routes that JSX offers. The Washington Post reported that the Las Vegas Aces worked with JSX to create their own publicly available flights based on their road game schedule, but a source told ESPN that the Aces are no longer taking those flights. So essentially, oh it's a lot. <laughs> yes, it is a lot. A lot. I'm laughing, but I'm like, I'm glad you knew all of that. Cause <laughs> but a lot. Can we do a quick history lesson, Cheryl? Because first of all, I'm a nerd and I love doing research <laughs> and reading a bunch of things. But I think, and I don't love always doing comparisons between the NBA and the WNBA. But but this was worth it. This is worth it. And this is something that I think a lot of people don't know. So if you'll indulge me and my nerdiness, (laughs) I would love to do a quick history lesson. So my, my dear friend, fellow journalist, Lindsay Gibbs, who has a fantastic women's sports newsletter called Power Plays, wrote a post about the comparisons to the NBA's journey to charter flights. And it's not what you think. A lot of us may think that they had charter flights automatically from the league's inception, but actually all teams weren't using charter flights until 1995. That's crazy. I had, I didn't Isn't know this. Crazy? Yeah. Right. Cause I so, just, I automatically thought that from day one, you know, not day from one, day you one. Know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Utah Jazz were reportedly yeah. the last team to fully charter, 
And turns out public shaming actually worked. <laughs> the jazz stars kept complaining mm. every single road trip to the media about not flying charter. But that's almost 50 years after the league's inception that all teams were on the same level. And I, I just think that's shocking. So let's a quick little background from the beginning. Owners didn't want to front the money for flights in the early eighties. Players would fly game to game in first class if all possible. And if first class wasn't available, the team had to pay the player the difference between the first class ticket and the coach ticket. Wow. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> so Lindsay Gibbs reported that the big infliction point came before the 1987-88 NBA session season when the Pistons owner, William Davison, bought a private plane for $2.5 million. But that season, the Pistons took the private plane on all road trips and they ended up in the NBA finals. So other teams mm. saw that and was mm. like, okay, we want to charter flights too if we can be like the bad boy. It Pistons. works. It charter works. flights work. Clearly. Wow. So one by one, the owners figured out a way to come up with the money to keep up with the other teams who had charter flights. Wow. And there wasn't exactly, Lindsay said, there wasn't exactly a correlation with the team's record based on if they flew charter or not. The teams are still losing. Like, this was my point a few years ago when the Liberty, you know, got fined yeah. for chartering yeah. flights. They had a losing record during that time. So it, it doesn't always correlate with, you know, we charter flights, it's going to be a huge lopsided victory margin. Yes. I think yes. it's more about safety and comfort, which is what we've talked about. So her conclusion, and I agree, is that whenever we have this discourse surrounding charter flights, we think, who can write a check for $20 million and allow all teams to fly charter? But if the league lifts the CBA rule, it would probably be more likely a slow rollout and take some time. Certain teams will be able to fly charter and some owners will need to find a way to keep up. Just like if one team gets a star player, other teams yes. are trading to compete yes. with the roster. This is no different. I thought that was fascinating. I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. Yeah. First of all, I love you as a nerd. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like that's great info and, and history that I didn't know. I'm sure whoever, so many people that will listen to this will probably sit there and say, oh my God, I had no idea. So my thing is this, if, if your team can afford to, or can fly you via charter, go for it. And if you can't, then you can't. Then you can't. I, I, I get, I get the safety, um, comfort and, and even rest, right? It's nice to be able to have a charter so you can, after a late night game, you can fly home, sleep in your bed, all of that. I get that. I don't I don't know how much more of an advantage mm -hmm. it gives teams who have charters versus teams who don't. Mm -hmm. So when I say I'll keep it short and sweet, that's it. Now, do I think do I think teams and players should fly charter? Absolutely. But I also think if if teams are like got a charter, want to fly my team, I think they should do it. And if you don't, then you don't. We had none. 
And I th- and I think and I think I think we all turned out pretty good. I think the games were competitive. I think the league was great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's so much we didn't have, but it wasn't us saying this was the so only could, thing. Yeah. yeah. Or we could play so much better if we had charters. Right. Right. I mean, but you it's, know what I'm it's saying? a part of it. And I, I think that was so interesting because it maybe it's not a magic wand thing. Right. Like it's going Over to take time. some time. And so if we can just allow teams to get the ball rolling, I think it would actually happen faster than we think if yeah. we go that way. So, yeah. Thank you for indulging That's my really heaviness. Good stuff. That's really um, good stuff, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay Gibbs. Shout out to her. Make sure to subscribe to her newsletter. It's amazing. Okay. We're going to take another quick break. But when we come back, we have Tweet of the Week. We're back. And it's time for Tweet of the Week. We're going to work on a jingle. That was it. (laughs) That was a great... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you could have seen my I did a little dance too. Tweet of the week. <laughs> okay, so this was one of my favorite things on the internet this week. The Washington Mystics have a post-game tradition where the team chooses the quote dog of the night. The person who goes to work, who's clocking in and honors them with a hard hat. And after a win against the Mercury on Friday, the hard hat went to Lee Ming. She had 14 points, her first start of the season, but she needed a little help from her teammates um, with barking <laughs> to celebrate the award. Listen to this. So, The first one, I was like, oh, that's a little chihuahua. <laughs> it was. <She> said, <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. Did you say chihuahua or dog? dog. It's D-A-W-G. So yeah. it has to come from, like, that yeah, was Yeah, like that Maisha poor, you gotta Allen. go get it. Yeah, Maisha Eyes Allen was pointing to her stomach, like, from here. <laughs> from here. I know. I was like, you gotta go get it. But the rush. I was like, mm. And then... <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's your, oh my what's your best bark, Cheryl? Mine, what's your um, best bark? You want the dog? The dog, <clears throat> D-A-W-G. You just okay, won the hard see. hat for okay, player of okay. the game for the Washington <clears throat> Mystics. Give us your bark. <clears throat> oh. Whoa! Jeez! <laughs> I made me jump back in my chair! Give me yours, Jordan. Give me yours. No, Give me yours. it's not going to yeah. be that good. Come okay. on! I'll take all a right. chihuahua if that's all you got. <laughs> you got more. You got more. Come I wish on, I had a ball. growl. I can't even growl. <clears throat> come on. Roo. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, Honestly, that was real good. Listen, my, my, dogs, my dogs are literally outside the door now. Like, <laughs> is there a dog in there? Okay. Okay. That was good. There's, I love that. There's a dog in you. Cheryl. I love we that. Know that. There's a dog in all of us. <laughs> Just got to bring it out at times. Well, what a what a perfect way to end uh, this segment. Shout out to Big Low for coming on today. Um, 
more more great games this week. Any stick out to you that you're gonna be have circled? Um. Okay. Please don't beat me up. I I don't think I'll be catching any because I'll be out of the country. So oh. um. Okay. Um. But if I part. have to pick, I will say this. I after watching that the Wing Storm game. I'm curious to see how the wings bounce back, mm. not just Arike, but how they bounce back against the Sparks on Friday, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, you know, like a great game, but they didn't come out on top. So I want to see how they bounce back. Uh, That's a good one. I'll they have Fever the, Aces. The Fever Aces on Saturday. That's right? a good one. We love a good I, Aaliyah Boston, Asia Wilson storyline matchup. Yeah. That one's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. gonna be good. I mean, plenty of ones. I, I especially as we're getting closer to all-star, this is kind of go time for a lot of teams to kind mm-hmm. of figure out who what their identity is and if they're gonna keep going up. You mentioned the wings uh, on Tuesday, they play the dream. I think that's a great matchup to see what they're made of if they're going to bounce back immediately. Yep. Against the Ryan Howard Dream Team. Um, all right. That'll do it for us. Please keep watching the WNBA and make sure to follow, rate, review the show. It's available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We love reading your reviews, your yes. emails, your messages. We've been receiving all of them. So please keep them coming. We love it. You guys, your, your comments, your emails, your thoughts, everything, it makes us better. So mm-hmm. please send. And if there's anything else that, that you're missing, you want to hear, um, let us know. We can absolutely check it out, discuss it. But you can let me know. I am at AirSwoops22. And my road dog over there is at Hey Jordan R. You knew I was going to get the hay. Yes, you got it right. <laughs> I think I need to add more whys. Uh, for well, after Big Low, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like we mentioned before, you can also send us questions or feedback at queensofthecourt at odyssey.com. Queens of the Court is an Odyssey original created in partnership with the WNBA. The show is produced by Alex Ozzie. The executive producer is Lena Moss Glazer. Social media assistance from Isabella Apple and imaging from T-Storm Battle. I see you. I'm waiting. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it ready. And court is adjourned. adjourned.